Well, folks, I know you didn't tune in for a weather report, but (laughs) we're about to get hit with some rain like the last episode, and I feel like the thunder is... Oh, she's starting. That thunder is going to be just as intense. (laughs) Hello, and welcome to So Get This, a Supernatural Podcast, a podcast where I, Emily, talk about Supernatural, and today it's going to be talking and like cringing and crying because I fucking hate this episode. (laughs) It's bugs, y'all. My hatred for this episode was really just reaffirmed today, and uh, like there were certain positive things about it. What is that? Bugs. And now I'm noticing all the bugs on my windowsill, which is a great way to start this episode off. While I was watching it, I realized like, because so far, and I've talked about it in some ways for each episode, but rewatching this season and probably the next few, it feels like it's like a it's like a coming home type of feeling because it's like because I practically have like these episodes memorized, but watching this episode, I felt like watching like a whole new episode because I've only seen it once. And now that I'm watching it, I think the second time, I think I only watched the beginning of it and maybe like a couple scenes here and there. I think I kind of just left my body or the room, not sure which, because it just, I can't fucking do it and I'll never do it again. Now I know. Every rewatch, now I know. I will never watch this episode again. So to start off, let's get down to the episode description on the fragile but beloved DVD box. This episode marks the end of disc two. It was written by Rachel Knave and Bill Coakley. I thought that said Bill Cosby for a minute. I was going to be like, you know what? It was directed by Kim Manners, and the episode originally aired on November 8th, 2005, which is interesting because the episode takes place in March. That will never not confuse me because i think it was um skin was in december i wonder if that has something to do with the fact that these episodes had to get bumped around a little like we talked about last episode we i talked about last episode that Hookman was supposed to come after wendigo i think so i don't know maybe that maybe the dates have something to do with that or maybe like they just don't give a fuck about when it was airing and when the episode was taking place all i know is that in more recent episodes they tend to be a little more accurate with that i don't i don't know if every show does that but like for some reason that just catches my attention oh i almost closed the dvd i didn't even read (laughs) what it was about uh okay so episode eight bugs after a construction worker is killed by insects burrowing into his brain, the brothers investigate a town's history and find that a new housing development is being built on sacred Indian land with a curse attached. I've got a couple things to say. <laughs> Let's unpack this. Before I get to the Netflix one, I, I caught a glimpse of the Netflix one, and it's uh, it seemed somewhat similar, but not as graphic and in detail. Uh... But this one refers to them as Indians, and the Netflix one refers to them as Native Americans, and I'm pretty sure Native Americans is, like, the correct term that you're supposed to use. I could be wrong, but I don't think I am. (laughs) But I am not Native American, so... But I'm still pretty sure that you're not supposed to call them Indians. I think... 
it wasn't weren't they originally called Indians because Christopher Columbus thought he was in fucking India when he landed here? I don't know. Fuck Christopher Columbus. So the Netflix description says Sam and Dean investigate a town's history and find that a new housing development is being built on sacred Native American land. Wow. You know, for the first time in the history of this podcast, I I'm in favor of the Netflix description. I think it's better. I think less is more. Because honestly, if I would have read the description of this episode before putting it on, like back in the day, I probably wouldn't have watched it. They go into some great detail that they didn't need to. And you know what? This episode didn't need to happen. Did it need to be bugs? That Because the whole point of the curse, as we will get to later, is that it... They, he called upon nature. The chief called upon nature to curse the land. Did it have to be insects? Couldn't it have been like hurricanes and like storms uh, or like anything else? Like, honestly, he wasn't specific. My oven is preheating right now and it's making weird noises and I'm a little scared. So the episode, <laughs> I just fucking hate it. I don't, I don't even want to talk about it. First of all, Netflix keeps skipping the recap for me at the beginning of every episode. Every time I click it, uh, bitch, did I say I wanted to skip it? <laughs> I like to see like the story, even though I know it by heart, I I'm interested <laughs> when you think about it. Mary Winchester is like in every fucking episode. Cause I feel like every episode you hear her go, Sammy. And then you hear, take your brother outside as fast as you can. I also love the presentation of the recap. Like, cause it's so detailed. Like if you were tuning in, on like a, I don't know what day. What day did this come out? These episodes were on. Were taking place on Wednesday nights. Okay, so yeah. So imagine you turn in. You're tuning in on like a Wednesday night. You get that recap. You don't even need to watch any other episodes. I mean, you should. But if you're just tuning in for the first time, you're not missing anything. You get that backstory right away. They they knew what they were doing. <laughs> so we come up in Oasis Plains, Oklahoma. We out here in a construction site. Ugh, I was just not prepared for this. Like I really, while I was watching this a little while ago, I just didn't feel good. <laughs> like I felt like nauseous already. So having to watch this episode, I felt like really queasy for like the majority of it. <laughs> so we got a uh, Dustin, I think his name is, and I think that was Travis. Travis said something about them being like fine houses because they're working on uh, the Oasis Plains, uh, the whole new housing development shit that they're building. He, they're working on it. I think they're the gas company. And Travis makes like a comment about how they're fine houses or whatever. <laughs> and Dustin's like, too bad can't afford it. And like, who asked you? First of all, <laughs> no disrespect to the dead, but like, who asked you? But also same. <laughs> So Dustin goes to like walk off and like he notices something. I don't even know what he was noticing. I I think the ground was like shaking or something because of all like the bugs in it. But every time they showed the ground, it didn't like look like it was shaking. But when they showed his face, the screen was like shaking a little bit, like to give us like an indication. Or I was just sick because <laughs> honestly, I couldn't tell. It was making me dizzy. I was like, is this really moving or is it just me? So then Dustin falls in the pit and like breaks his ankle and shit. And he's like, uh, give me a rope, bitch. And Travis and Travis, we love Travis, goes to get uh, the rope from the car. And he's like frantic as fuck. Honestly, I love when like people are taken seriously in the first like five minutes of the episode. Because I feel like there's always like people are like, I don't know, man, something's not right. And then the other person's like, uh, fuck it. Nothing's wrong. But like he immediately was like, I got to get this man out of this hole right now. <laughs> so then like... 
we get to see Dustin in the hole. The bugs are present. They he he's covered there in crevices. Oh, I don't even. I'm gonna try <laughs> to like chill with the detail on it because if you're listening to this, you've seen it, and I think most people don't want to hear it again after they see it. Like I'm already like, ugh. <laughs> yeah, I was not emotionally or physically prepared for this. Ugh. And then when he comes back and and finds him, the bugs aren't even on him. He goes to like throw the rope down to him. Travis does, and the bugs aren't even on him. Are they all in him? Were they in him? Oh my god! I know that they like went in his brain and like ate his fucking brain like a, a snack. Uh, but but were they all inside of? Because there was a lot of bugs on his body. I'm done. <laughs> I'm about to like check out and just like talk about something else right now because this is just so bad. Um, so then uh, that's that on that. But then we get to a bar where Sam is like reading on the hood of a car and honestly that's a mood like outside a bar love that uh except he's reading about this case in the paper and dean comes like traipsing out of the bar traipsing is that traipsing is that like a word and if it is is it the correct word (laughs) he comes out and he's got cash money that wasn't even thunder that was just my neighbor do my neighbors hear me like doing this this just occurred to me like if i can hear them fucking walking around up there do they hear me like yelling about supernatural right now anyways so he comes out with like a fat stack of cash uh because he like hustled people in pool or whatever which i saw the the billiard sign on the outside of the bar and that already reminded me of drake and josh and now that just like reconfirmed it because uh billiards <laughs> I don't know. Does anyone else remember that episode? I fucking love Drake and Josh. Another brotherly duo that we stan. One time Drake Bell liked my picture on Instagram. <laughs> yeah, so Sam's being like a little moral boy. <laughs> and he's he tells Dean he gives Dean very disproving looks at the stack of cash in his hand. He said he says we could get day jobs once in a while. Literally how? How would that even work? I don't I don't. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> Like, to get a job, you need to have, like, an address. You need to... Like, who would even fucking hire them anyway? I don't know. (laughs) It just doesn't... It's not logical. (laughs) But then uh, Dean says, hunting's their day job, and the pay is crap. The pay is, like, (laughs) pain. (laughs) They get paid in, like, fucking death. Sam starts spouting some shit about uh, making an honest living, but, like... I don't think you could be a hunter and also make an honest living. I think Sam had the potential, but uh, we all know that's over now. <laughs> he missed his law interview. Ooh, and then Sam spouting some fucking tea. He says, Yeah, well, how we were raised was Jeff. Honestly, all tea, all shade, all facts. <laughs> and then Dean says, uh, says you, but like, bitch, you were there. Which this whole interaction at the beginning that seems like fun, brotherly banter, it is just like a setup for the rest of the episode, which bothered me a lot, honestly. And like at the beginning, I thought that like the little brotherly, sarcastic banter or whatever, like it, I thought that that was gonna be like the saving grace for the episode, but it transpires into a lot more than that. <laughs> and it really upset me at times. So, 
there isn't much going for this episode, in my opinion. So Dusty died from Kretzfeld Jakob Jakob Girl. I don't know. Which is the same reaction Dean had. So it's it's human mad cow disease. You know, every time I hear something about I don't hear mad cow disease very often but every time i hear those words this is what i think of Mm, and we get a nice little tidbit about dean that he watches oprah (laughs) because he's like oh was it didn't they talk about mad cow disease on oprah but honestly his t his tv habits uh i think it's wow for a minute i thought that it was like way later in the show because i think at the time it felt like that but season five we learned that he watches dr sexy so honestly he's got some some interesting habits there i wonder what else dean watches well they talk about game of thrones in like a like a way later season and i think but i think sam's the one that talks about it mostly i don't think dean really references it and as we've talked about dean and i and sam too makes like a lot of like pop culture references and shit so like we know they're like well versed but like what modern tv shows that are on now and popular it could be anything but like mainly like guilty pleasure stuff like oprah and dr sexy like what would dean be watching nowadays oh so they say that um dusty's brain disintegrated in about an hour and it's supposed to take longer uh well i don't even want to talk about like the dirty details of this episode this episode could either be really long because i'm like going on tangents to avoid talking about the episode or it could be really short because i don't have a whole lot to say just that i don't like it uh one of them says that uh it could be the disease or it could be something much nastier and you're damn right it's nastier fuck so they head out to oklahoma from the bar and dean says work 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 no time to spend my money but like the fuck he's spending on like let's discuss a dean shopping spree because like he wears the same clothes and listens to the same cassettes but what is he what is he like spending money on you know is it more jewelry but he wears the same jewelry every episode besides the samulet like those bracelets which i think he wears later in the episode um we've seen those before it's the same ones (laughs) so they go meet uh travis and they ask him questions about uh dusty which they call him uncle dusty i think dean calls him uncle dusty because they're pretending to be like his nephews or whatever and like i thought that was really funny because i literally was already referring to him in my notes as dusty for no fucking reason which now reminds me of uh stranger things uh dusty buns so they talk to Travis and he doesn't know anything except for what they're telling him that it was probably mad cow disease but we know it ain't no mad cow disease so they roll up at the crime scene which is still a construction site like the fact that this man died and then we also find out that another man has died and they're still like going through and like business as usual i don't know seems fishy to me and then so they go to like investigate the little ditch that he fell into and they have like a weird little fight about who's going down there and it honestly sounded like a fucking dick measuring contest to me see am i just nitpicking or do i really just genuinely not like this episode and i i don't think i've ever said that about any other episode i don't come out of supernatural like god that sucked this is the only one and i think if it weren't for the bugs like if it was a different like i said if it was like hurricanes or some other aspect of nature that could like kill instead of bugs I think I would like this episode more and like these other things, these other random things would just be like, ah, didn't care for it, but I like the episode. And we don't even get to see Sam go into the hole. We just cut to them in the car and 
Sam's holding like a dead beetle in his hand and Dean's like, oh, you found some beetles in the ground. <laughs> Shocking. And like, we love the snarky ass, but like the rest of the episode is just <laughs> but sam says we need to know more so we investigating we irritating honestly they are so they happen to drive by a sign saying that oasis plains estates is having a little little get together little barbecue little bbq for new buyers I, at this point i was considering not for like right now because i already committed to watching it but i was considering if this episode was skippable for people like if it was just kind of like a filler one and they didn't get to any plot and you could just skip it i believe there's an episode coming not coming up it's actually a while from now like i want to say season between like 9 and 11 it was like 9 10 or 11 not 12 i don't think i don't know there's there's an episode with like a backdoor pilot not wayward sisters because we're still very upset about that (laughs) That was honestly genius. But anyways, it was that weird backdoor pilot that was like bloodlines or something. And Sam and Dean weren't even in it. And it wasn't characters that we were familiar with. And I didn't I didn't like it. At least Wayward Sisters, which I already like. Like I probably would have loved that show just as much as Supernatural. So it had nothing to do with the fact that Sam and Dean weren't in it. But like, I don't know. At least it was characters that we've grown to love and care about. It wasn't just like a random fucking... I think it was like a shapeshifter. I don't know. I think I'm the point of this conversation is that I think that's a skippable one. It literally deals with the none of the plot. I think at the end of the episode, Dean gets a phone call about something. He's like, yeah, we got to go meet him. And then that's how it leads into the next episode. And it's like, now we're back on track, just so you know. But honestly, probably going to skip that episode. But this episode, I, I thought at this point that it was skippable, but it's not because they actually do talk about even though it gets really obnoxious the whole talk about sam and john's relationship and dean defending john in the end we get more intel on the relationship and on john like behind the scenes john's shit so i don't think anyone should really skip it maybe skip through the bug scenes i think those are really unnecessary but anything with just sam and dean as annoying as it was i feel like it's necessary to get information you know so they pull up at the the little uh little cookout barbecue and dean says that growing up in a place like that would freak him out and like he just basically like shits on like quote-unquote normal uh but sam seems kind of offended because that's clearly what he was like building towards like going away to stanford he was gonna like marry jess may she rest in peace and like have kids and like have a normal fucking life dean says that he would um take the family over normal any day but says you a dirty liar in skin he was talking about how he wishes he could have left with sam or instead of or either way he just talked about like wishing he could leave the shapeshifter really uh spilled the dean tea exposed him that's the word i'm looking for <laughs> i love how tea and exposed were like mixed up because those are in the same like vernacular (laughs) so big man larry opens the door and they talk and they're like oh yeah we're interested in buying and (laughs) he thinks they're gay which was honestly like really funny to me as a child and i think it still kind of is because especially because of their reactions like sam looks more amused and dean looks like offended and like very uncomfortable which i don't know if it's just because of the fact that like they're literally brothers and they thought they were a couple or if it had more to do with like the the gay part but um honestly but like sam looked like he was like laughing it off he thought it was like kind of funny that that's what he thought but probably dean was probably defensive because he's bi 
but some of y'all not ready to have that conversation. <laughs> this isn't even like Destiel commentary. This is really just I, I've seen the facts. I've been convinced, and I I get it. I I believe I believe it. But was this where the godforsaken Wincess people started, or did it just develop over time? And when did that start? Did it was I'd like to know. I could probably research this, but I don't know how much I'd actually find on it, other than things that I don't want to find, aka fan art and like fan fiction that I really I don't want. <laughs> I don't want any of it. But like. Was the whole Wincess thing, and I know it's still a thing. I actually stumbled upon a Twitter recently, and I'm really, I'm really upset about it. Um, was it from early on when like internet fandoms weren't what they are now? Like I know that like fan fiction and everything has been around like since before even this show. But did that genre of like fucked up things start early on, or did that just come around like in the last like few years? With, like, the age of Tumblr and everything. Someone let me know. For, if there's any Wincess listeners that um, aren't offended by anything I just said, let me know. Do you know the history? I'd like to know the history. I don't want to know anything else about it, but I'd like to know the history. So Sam says that they're looking for a house for, for their dad because he's, like, getting up there in age or whatever. And he's like, oh, seniors are welcome too. But, like, imagine John in old age. <laughs> Like, I feel like he'd be cranky, but also, like, that's hard to picture. Oh, my God. Can you imagine Sam and Dean in, like, old age? And I'm not talking about that episode where Dean turned into, like, an 80-year-old man. Like, can you imagine them, like, growing old? (laughs) Oh, fuck. Now I'm sad because I already... I've already put out there that my theory is that they are going to die at the end of the show. (sighs) Yeah, so Larry tells them that he he basically founded the oasis plains estates and everything and he was like yeah there was nothing here uh so we were like let's build some fucking houses but like this dude really claiming there was nothing there so he turned it out but like bitch this was a this was sacred land i thought it was a burial ground for a minute but i think that was um that was poltergeist i was getting them mixed up but um i guess there wasn't really any way for him to know but like how do you just start building houses i don't know i'd want to know the nature of the land first and when they have like swept the area too how did no one else find those fucking skulls i don't know y'all i got a lot of questions (laughs) and then linda the sales lady the realtor also thinks that they're gay and uh, dean just calls sam sam looks like he's about to like laugh again and like dean calls him honey and like smacks his ass on his way out uh but also the fact that they both have the same speech to say they're not, like, prejudiced or whatever is pretty telling. <laughs> like, I'm talking about, like, Larry and Linda, the way they both say the exact same thing to them. It's kind of like corporations during Pride Month. So Larry shows Dean around the house that him and his wife, Joni, and son, Matthew, who we didn't meet either. Then. Oh, no, we met... Joni was in that other scene. But uh, we didn't meet Matthew yet. Larry's showing Dean the house because it's like a model home or whatever. And like he's trying to sell him the shit, whatever. But Dean notices like the jar of bugs or multiple jars of bugs just like chilling. And Larry's like, oh, this is my son's. And the way he says my son is just like (laughs) dripping with disappointment. He says he's very inquisitive. But I think that's just his code for being like, uh, 
he's freaky but ew there were just so many bugs also isn't that kind of fucked up like that they're all like squished together in a jar like i don't fucks with the bugs but i feel like that's like a an abusive thing to the insects i don't know guys so we come back to sam and uh linda and she's like oh who can say no to a steam shower i use mine every day and we love a good brand deal then there's like a giant spider i guess a, a tarantula crawling like real close to her hand and i'm itchy just talking about it right now <laughs> and all of a sudden sam like looks behind her i don't know how he even like caught the eye of caught <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how we how we saw this this kid in the background because like when they zoom out, he's like behind other people, but he's like giggling to to he's like giggling to himself. <laughs> and honestly, the way Sam just like gently put that spider in his hand, that was like a power move. And it was also like kind of hot, but we're, we're gonna pretend I didn't say that because I don't fuck with the tarantulas. So then uh, Matthew was like, he's like, oh, what are you gonna tell my dad? Fuck you. And he's like, oh, who's your dad? And like, that's that's a small step away from who's your daddy, honestly. <laughs> so, oh, but um, little, little baby Matthew is Tyler Johnston, I believe. And he is also in Supernatural. I think he was season eight that he comes into play. He plays Sam Andriel, aka Alfie, but like, oh my god, he's like a little baby here. <laughs> I think I looked it up, he was like 19 here, and I think he's like, I don't know, late 20s in season eight or something. But um yeah, it was just really it was really fucking cute. <laughs> I remember watching because I don't like I said, I don't watch this episode ever. So when he came on in season eight, I was like, oh my God. Cause I looked him up. Cause I was like, he looks familiar. And I think the only thing I had seen him in was supernatural, but I didn't remember his face from it. Cause he does look a little different. Cause his hair is like in his face here. He has like a, a Sam haircut, <laughs> but Sam bonds with Matthew because they both have daddy issues. We love Trisha Paytas. He tells him that it like gets better or whatever. Oh, I also noticed that Sam's wearing like a little a little plaid shirt moment here. I didn't notice it at first because it was like pale, like a little pastel moment. Yeah, like I said, the plaid is not as prominent. I and I'm still curious to see when it becomes like the staple of the show because they really wear it on and off now and they'd only wear it like way underneath their clothes like under like three jackets at least <laughs> so it's never super noticeable so then larry comes outside to yell at his son because he sees that like he's standing with sam and like holding a fucking tarantula and sam makes the connection to john and dean is just clueless <laughs> and honestly and dean says dad never treated us like that and i was wheezing i was like what the fuck but yeah that was so fucking funny to me like peak comedy is just dean saying dad never treated us like that <laughs> dean is oblivious because he's like he's real far up john's ass if we're being honest sam says something about wanting to how he wanted to play soccer as a child and like i guess he i'm assuming he wasn't allowed to because they said something about i think bow hunting instead yeah they said dusty wasn't the first death that a surveyor dropped dead while working. But, like, later on in the episode, they're like, oh, Dusty died on the spring equinox. So what the... What... Did the surveyor die before him or, like, immediately after? Because they said that, that Dusty died on a Friday and they came in on Tuesday. That sounds like that horse joke. <laughs> the horse's name is Friday. Uh, so, di so I guess the surveyor could have died somewhere between those days, but they made it seem like the surveyor was the first death. But... 
Yeah, because they said, like, no one was there yet. I don't know, you guys. I already have such an issue with this episode that I don't even have the energy to, like, harp on that any longer. <gasps> and then Dean said, get this. Get this. I can't believe we got a second get this from Dean. Like, is this the Mandela effect? Did they both say it all along and we just all think it, Sam coined it? I mean, I know he started it, but, like, what the fuck? <laughs> So this was, so then after this, we get, like, the first scene of, of Sam driving, I believe. Uh, and, like, it honestly looked kind of weird, and I don't know why. But, like, as the episode goes on, I was left thinking that maybe Sam was driving for some, like, symbolic reason. Because, like, I guess, I, he does occasionally drive, I guess, throughout the rest of the season. It is raining right now. Um, but mainly he's he's shotgun because i think he does like a lot of like research while they're driving and also it's dean's baby the car so i don't know that confused me a little bit uh dean mentions that like ghost haunting shit could like include bug manifestations and i feel like i've heard that before somewhere in like a movie like is there a movie out there where there's like ghost activity and like hella bugs like i feel like i've heard that also this could probably explain certain like infestations i've dealt with in the past because i believe in ghosties in the past we've had infestations where it was like there was no actual reason behind it and no one else was dealing with it at the time like in our apartment building so that was confusing and now that i look back at it maybe it was like a ghost thing but they said there's no evidence of of ghosties so uh dean thinks that someone else is doing it and i had to google it but they made like a willard reference about like a movie from the 70s about a kid who like or guy whatever who controls rats and makes them kill people and um <laughs> will not be watching and sam like agrees he says that they um that there's there could be psychic connections between people and animals and then dean uh says like a timmy lassie situation and honestly the the pop culture references slap dean thinks it's matt and Sam, like, reluctantly agrees, but you could tell he doesn't want it to be him. I wonder if they got to eat at the barbecue, though, because, like, Dean was hungry, and then they, like, Sam made a lot of jokes about that being the only reason he wanted to go there, but it's not like they could just canvas the neighborhood. There wasn't even, uh, it's not even a neighborhood yet. There's, it, the only people living there were, like, there were only two houses occupied, and the rest were, like, potential buyers at the barbecue, and none of those other buyers were, like, concerned about the deaths that were occurring just some thoughts so while they're driving while sam's driving dean tells him to pull up to like an empty house and like just by the music you could tell it's some shenanigans like it has that very specific guitar like riff i don't know <laughs> and like you just tell it's it's just something fucky and then dean gets out and pulls up the garage and like they squatting and Dean says he wants to try the steam shower. <laughs> and then I noticed, I don't know if I ever have. Uh, actually, it really doesn't matter because I don't remember like half of this episode. Like 90% of this episode, I do not remember. So it doesn't matter. But uh, I noticed that when Sam was pulling in, he like smacks Dean like while he's pulling in. <laughs> I thought he hit him with the car for a second. I had to rewind it because I saw Dean flinch. Ugh. And then <laughs> I already knew what was happening before it happened. Uh, we go to Linda's Linda's house and she's getting ready to go in the shower and I'm like mm. I'm like I know where this is going <laughs> oh like I only I know I only vaguely remember this episode but I know this was like my most hated scene because it was like I shower and spiders exist 
<laughs> so it just it hit home, you know. Oh, but her eyebrows are pristine and like crisp as fuck, and you know it's a damn tragedy. <laughs> While I was admiring her eyebrows, a big ass spider just crawls on her face and she just like wipes it off and like she seems like obviously like spooked but then she goes back to watching the fucking news where they're talking about like um pesticides and like hella bugs and stuff but this is like the absolute fucking worst like this whole scene where she's in the shower and you just see so many so many spiders i'm done all right uh and then she really she really threw herself through that glass door and like that's the move guys but the bugs caught up with her and then we go from that tragedy to something that uh i guess i would consider a high point in this episode probably maybe even the highest point but dean because sam starts like yelling about like he's like dean someone died get the fuck out of the bathroom and dean pops his head out with just a towel on his head and he's shirtless and he has like the samulet around his neck and like he's just so jazzed about the fucking steam shower and honestly like I live for this man's. Oh my god, when you think about it, they really only know, like, motel showers. And aside from Sam's, like, dorm showers, but that's probably not any better. But, like, that's fucked. They don't have a home. So this is probably really exciting. It's like in the Hunger Games when Katniss gets to take, like, her first shower in the capital. But they were never, in fact, homeless. (laughs) That just came to me when I said they didn't have a home. So they roll up to the crime scene, as they fucking do every episode, and... The car is so fucking loud, though. Like, for a crime scene, like, you just hear rumbling in. And especially since there's nobody else out there, uh, except for, like, cops and, like, ambulances, it's, like, it's it's a little obnoxious. <laughs> and disrespectful, because someone has died. But, uh, yeah, Sam was driving again. And could it be... Because I think there's maybe one more instance where Sam's driving. Could it be, like... I don't know. Could it be symbolic for, like... I feel like we get more into Sam's psyche in this episode, if that makes sense. Like, in Skin, we get to hear more about Dean from the shapeshifter and how Dean, like, hates himself and that he resents Sam because he wanted to go away. But because this deals more with, like, Sam's relationship with John and stuff, does him driving change that? Also, it's John's car, technically. Like, or it was could that have a connection to it too like sam's driving dean slash john's car throughout the episode i don't know or could it just be dean didn't want to drive and sam wanted to drive and i'm reading way too much into this because i don't want to focus on the fucking bugs so so we get another parkour scene with them climbing into buildings and popping in windows and they even do that now like nowadays is that ageist no because like People's backs fucking hurt. Mine does. I would not be able to do what they're doing. I'm just saying. It's been years. Can they just climb in windows like that? Not that they are not, like, fit men. <laughs> this took a weird turn. Um, yeah, so they get into the crime scene, and Dean, and Dean looks at all the blood and stuff all over, and, like, the outline of the body, and he goes, this looks like the place. Ugh. And then we see, like, spiders in the towel. And Dean, like, steps on, like, bloody glass and i don't think that's like concerning because then he's gonna leave footprints behind and like i know it's already a crime scene and they're not technically tampering with it but i feel like that's really suspicious to have her blood on your shoes so upon seeing the spiders come out of the towel uh dean says spiders from spider boy and 
wow, we love Miles. <laughs> Sam is, like, he looks defensive at first because he's like, it's Matt. But then he, like, again, is, like, reluctant to agree because, like, there's literally no other leads at this point. So they go uh, roll up to the fucking bus stop, which the school bus comes to the model home neighborhood because I know people who had to, like, literally walk blocks to get to the nearest bus stop for school. So <laughs> that's uh, pretty convenient. So then they uh, they follow Homeboy to the woods where he is, like, clearly in his element. And because I know he's not the culprit, <laughs> you're the culprit, because I know he's not, I it's, like... I don't know. It's kind of cute. Like, he's like, oh, he's with his bugs. He's living in the fucking woods. He loves it. He's loving, he's living, he's picking it up. Is that the right words? <laughs> uh, so they approach him and he's like, oh, you're not serial killers, are you? And like, it's fucking adorable. <laughs> and they both seem like they kind of think so. Even Dean, who was like ready to jump him like five minutes ago. But then he like jumps back into like creepy mode and he's like, spider bites. When they talk about Linda's death and stuff but Matthew agrees that something's going on which is like a good sign because then he's like no bitch I want to know too (laughs) and he like he wants them to figure it out and then we get this little exchange he's too disappointed in his freak son I hear you you do uh, Dean what? And then uh, Sam tells Matt that in two years he can just fuck off to college and away from daddy-o. But Dean gets like really like annoyingly defensive over this. And he's like, uh, n- no, bad advice. Stick with your family. And it just made me uncomfortable because like I get the staying with your family thing, but also like Dean's just not picking up on like the toxic relationships happening. But also we know how Dean feels from the shapeshifter when he was like saying that he wishes he could have also left, that he had to stay behind. But he's also like really like invalidating and like gaslighting Sam's entire fucked up childhood that they both experienced, but I guess differently. <laughs> and like like I said, from the beginning of the episode, they really set this up. So uh, I keep going to call him Samandriel. That's fucked. So <laughs> Matthew, that's his name. So Matthew is in AP Science. And I know another AP boy that we all know and love. And I think they even cross paths at some point. Uh, Samandriel and said AP boy. Boy? I don't know what I said. Um, So yeah, he's in AP science and he's keeping track of like insect populations. And he noticed that like hella types of bugs are congregating in this one fucking area of the woods. And so they go over to it and Dean like taps like this patch of worms with his foot and it falls through. And then he reaches his hand in the ground. First he like pokes around with a stick and then he puts his whole ass hand in, which like unsanitary, but we do get to see his bracelets and a ring. We are blessed. And then uh, he pulls out a skull, which is like double unsanitary. Like, with his bare fucking hands, was there nothing else he could use? Like, a jacket? I don't know. So then Sam drives again, and they don't even really say where they're going until, like, the end of this whole annoying scene. (laughs) It's not that I mind there being conflict between Sam and Dean because, like, shit happens, but, like, it's just the context of it. Like, I'm not mad that they're disagreeing in this episode because they literally constantly disagree, like, every season and beyond it just the whole thing bothers me uh oh and i'm I'm gonna have to find a picture and like tweet it but sam's outfit 
in this episode like for the majority of it he's got like this weird shirt under another weird shirt under a jacket and then when he takes the jacket off it just really like enunciates how weird the outfit is it's called fashion sweetie look it up so dean really pisses me off and like they're fighting about how dean doesn't think sam respected john and he's just not seeing how sam was treated and sam basically just like tells him how it is you know and says that he was kind of like the black sheep of the family he doesn't say those words exactly but like just that he wanted normal and their family's normal wasn't on the same level basically so it made him look like a freak to them and then dean says you were kind of like the the blonde chick from the monsters and like okay true oh and i keep forgetting that sam got a full ride like fuck sam i'll be your dad i'm proud Like, a full ride to fucking Stanford? Son, welcome home. And I know we didn't get to him yet, but I wonder what Bobby's take was. Probably, like, a hell of a lot better than John's, but um, but I wonder, like, what Bobby said. Did, was he like, congratulations, Sam? Did he throw him, like, a, a going-away party? I don't think he did. We don't—I don't think we meet Bobby until the end of this season, and— but we find out in later seasons that he was, like, the good father to them. Ugh. I'm gonna cry. I'm crying about characters we haven't even met yet. <laughs> then we fucking find out that John was scared of what would happen to Sam, like, once he was off on his own in college. Because, like, I, because even though, like, he trained them to, like, I think he says, like, they trained them, like, warriors at one point, like, those exact words. Even though he, like, trained them, he was still always protecting them by keeping them with him. Which I get, because, like, he literally lost his wife. (laughs) Ugh, but apparently he would go look out for Sam at Stanford, and, like, the tea comes out, guys. Sam is floored, my wig is gone, and, like, Sam immediately, like, comes back to it and is like, well, he should have told me that, and, like, true. And I, I, I feel that, but, um, uh, yeah, so mm, they're still like not seeing eye to eye clearly, but they're seeing like, they're a little on the same page now, now that Sam knows the fucking truth. And then we finally see that they're at the department of anthropology at like some university or whatever. They tell this anthropology professor that they are students of his, which the fact that the class is big enough that they can say that they're his students like wow goals (laughs) i've only been to community college where it's a little little tiny uh you can still go unnoticed there i guess so the professor tells them that the bones that they found which they have in like an uncovered cardboard box in the back seat during the whole drive there can you imagine if they got pulled over how awkward that would be (laughs) but they they bring the bones in to this professor who i guess is like an expert in this shit (laughs) and he says that they're like 170 years old or something and uh, probably Native American based on like the location and stuff like that and like the time period. And he says that um, the relocation of Native peoples was like a big thing at the time and that's fucked. And they want to know like more on like the lore of it and any like history because there's not a lot of like physical records of this stuff so he directs them to he directs them to the yuki tribe in sepulpa or some shit and so they they find to find the truth <laughs> so they roll up to sepulpa and this dude giving them directions has such like a look like it's like a silence like it's just like music playing over it but you see him giving them like directions to find somebody and the dude giving directions has such a look going on like we love denim on denim so they meet joe white tree and right off the bat he's like you're fucking liars (laughs) he knows they ain't no students 
And he tells Dean, he's like, you know who starts sentences with truth is? Liars. And fuck. And then he tells him that, because Sam gets right down to like the nitty gritty. He's like, what the fuck is happening? And he's like, I like him. He's not a liar. And we officially stan Joe Whitetree. So he talks about how like this cavalry raided like the village of Native Americans and they like murdered and raped. Basically, Whitey's taken what isn't theirs, the historical accuracy. They killed everyone who didn't leave over like that six day period. And he said at the the end of the sixth day, the chief whispered, no white man will ever tarnish this land again. And hello, Larry. (laughs) So basically, nature is rising up and protecting the valley. Love that. So basically, no no one's supposed to survive the sixth day. Which, how convenient that the only people living there are just the family, and it was the realtor who was their neighbor. So they work out that um, March 20th was the day that Dusty died, and that was the spring equinox, which is when the sun and moon are equal which is what uh, Joe Whitetree said like a minute ago. And so this town going to get fucked by bugs every year if they continue to live there. And then they realize this is the sixth night. And this is when it fucked me up because there was a guy before Dusty. So technically it should have been before this. I don't know. I don't know. I'm not going to harp on it because I don't I don't want to talk about this episode anymore. <laughs> so they're, they ain't going to break the curse. They, they're going to evacuate the dance floor. But then Dean's driving again. Is it because they had that little weird breakthrough about how how, how uh, John was looking after Sam? Or am I just, again, reading way too much into who the fuck's driving the car? <laughs> so they find... Or no, they don't find. We see little Maddie boy out in the dark. And he, like, touches something outside because I think he hears something. Y'all hear some? And uh, big-ass bugs. Big-ass bugs coming out of the ground. It was roaches. Ugh! <laughs> So Dean's calling Larry, trying to get him to leave, and he's, like, pretending to be Travis from, like, the gas company, and Larry's like, nice try, bitch. So Sam calls Matt, and at first he tells him, he's like, just be honest, make him listen to you, and Dean's like, fuck that, he's like, fake an illness, he's not gonna fucking believe you, and it's true. As annoyed I am with Dean, like, he's right, there's no way that he would have fucking listened to him. So then they pull up, and it turns out he told the truth. So now Larry is just being big dumb and it's midnight. <laughs> God. And then they fucking swarming the bugs. They come out. They try. They spend like a whole time like fighting with him. And then all of a sudden they're like, you hear that? And then the bugs, they just show up. I would have just taken Matt and ran. I would have let and Joni. I would have just let them take Larry. It is what the Lord intended. This this was my nightmare. Like, ugh. thank gosh, just them. So they don't have to go like other houses and stuff. Oh my god. It was the absolute fucking worst. This whole scene where they're running around the house and the bugs are coming out all the fucking crevices in the chimney, out the attic. Like, I... Ugh. I didn't even have good shit to say on it because it just sucks. I almost fast-forwarded, but it would have been over too soon because all of a sudden, the sun just rises. How the fuck? They were not... It was midnight when they rolled up. The sun rises, like, in spring. Like, what? Like... Doesn't, I don't know, what fucking time does the sunrise inspire? Either way, they were not in there for like five to six, seven hours. You know what I mean? It didn't make any sense the way the sun rose. It really didn't. So like that just makes me not like this episode more because it's like, I know it's like a fictional show, but there's nothing realistic about that. But also Larry was the original, from this time, he was the original white dude taking the land. He said himself he found the land and he gets to leave with his family 
unharmed, but the people he hired died and or got traumatized like Travis and like his family. How is this fair? I want a refund. So then after it's all over, they pull up and the family's moving and he's like, oh, I'm going to make damn sure no one lives here again. And it's like, good for you, buddy. <laughs> yeah, I'm so fucking stupid. Isn't that sweet of you? You fucking turd. <laughs> and he goes, this is the biggest financial disaster of my career. I am enraged. People died, Larry. And then he says something about like, oh, it doesn't matter anymore. And he gives like a look at his son. And like, it's like, oh, looks like he's ready to be a dad. Better late than never. So Matt starts like tossing his little buggies and... I love how Sam talks to him like a, not like a little brother, more like an older cousin. And he's like, what are you doing? (laughs) Oh God. So then uh, we get a bromant by the car where Sam says he wants to find John. And obviously Dean agrees. And like I said, I keep forgetting that that's what this show was about. (laughs) That it started with looking for John. They may want to find it, but I don't really... (laughs) I don't care either way. Ugh, I was so itchy this whole episode, and I'm still itchy now. Sam says he wants to apologize. (sighs) I guess we don't know what... Maybe I'm just petty, but like, sis, do you need to apologize, or does he? (laughs) Well, I guess we don't know what Sam said to him in the fight. (laughs) TM, the infamous fight. But to be honest, I don't think... Cause like he's saying, he says that dad was, he says that John was doing the best he could, but honestly, I don't think he was like, I could think of a million other scenarios. They like in paths they could have taken after Mary died. And like, I know we wouldn't have a show if he raised them different, but like we could still talk about it. How like, it's not that he was doing his best. He was literally doing his best for his like revenge and like his, like, like avenging his wife's death, which like, I get it. But like, you have two children one was a baby and dean says that he could apologize but they're still gonna fight whatever and like sam just looks like he really misses john and i i just realized that like it's probably been like years since you've since you've seen him because like it was like before college and he just like got through like four years of it but did he see dean at all while he was away at school like did on breaks did dean come did sam go i don't think so but I also don't know. So that means when Dean, like, broke into his apartment in the first episode, was that the first time he's seen him in four years? Girl, I don't know. <laughs> Ugh. And then so then they drive off or whatever, and they end it. They show the credits. And instead of, like, music playing, you hear insects buzzing. <laughs> Honestly, I'm going to sue. <laughs> Ugh. And the next episode, because it came up at the bottom of the screen, like, after it ended on Netflix, the next episode is Home. And I can't wait. We get to see a familiar face and I'm, I'm going to cry. Um, ugh, I'm excited. I have a lot of thoughts about the next episode that I'm, I'm ready for. I'm ready to actually talk about something that I enjoy. Okay, so that's the end of the episode. Now, what I learned from the old IMDb is that Larry... We're just getting right into it. I just want it, <laughs> I want it done. Uh, Larry is played by Andrew Airely and he was in Fifty Shades of Grey and The L Word. And maybe Kyle XY. I'm not sure if that was him or someone else. And, like, that's all things that, like, literally everyone... And, and like, a shit ton of Christmas movies, too. That's literally the, the cast of Supernatural. That's that's all they do. Like, the people in every episode. Uh, Carrie Ginzel, who played Linda Bloom, also played Linda Berman, who was in season... I think it was 11 of Supernatural. He, she played another... Yeah, she played both Linda. 
was that a sentence? She played either way. So it was, uh, I think she's from the British Men of Letters. Of course, Tyler Johnston, uh, who played Matt Pike, was also in Supernatural. He played Samandrill slash Alfie. We already talked about that because that was exciting. And he was, um, he was also in a grump, a, a grumpy, a grumpy cat Christmas. <laughs> And I remember watching it and being like, oh my god, it's Samandriel. Oh my god. Um, uh, Anne-Marie Deloise, who pl- is she related to the other Deloises? Uh, I don't have time to look that up, but she was, um, she was also in Fifty Shades. What the fuck? <laughs> she played Joni in uh, this episode. I don't know if I said that. So, yeah, that's that. Ew. I don't even want to read the trivia for this episode. All For this episode, all the actors who worked around bees were given costumes with cuffs sewed on the inside of their pants and sleeves to help prevent the insects from crawling into their clothing. It helped, but everyone still got stung. Those were real bees featured in the episode. Jensen Ackles was the first to get stung, which amused Jared Padalecki enormously. Ackles got his revenge shortly after when Padalecki sat down on a bee and was stung on his rear. What the fuck? Approximately 60,000 bees were used in the attic scene. Unfortunately, they were unseen on camera, so CGI was still used in order to see the bees on screen. Oh my god. Alongside Hookman, this is one of Eric Kripke's least favorite episodes of the first season. Finally, something I fucking agree with. (laughs) Tyler Johnston will later go on to play Samandriel in season 8. This is the lowest rated episode of season (laughs) 1. I'm just really satisfied that I'm not the only one saying this i wonder how it compares to the rest of the seasons like how like how it lines up in, in terms of rating of episodes oh my god oh my god this is so crazy this is not director kim manner's first time working with insects he also directed the directed the x-files episode war of the coprophages i don't know how to say that word which around three which involved around 300 live cockroaches dude i remember that episode and i hated it and i actually have a video i might tweet it out of me researching the episode to find out if it was like real bugs and shit and it just that was another one that i can't stand okay so the last two things from the imdb trivia page are kind of spoilers for future episodes but mostly just like foreshadowing and it's nothing like crazy but uh, Dean says that if he lived a normal life, he would blow his brains out. In future episodes, he ends up living a normal life and not the life of a hunter. Which is something we kind of talked about here. That he says he wants a normal life, but then he... Or his shapeshifter self said that he wanted a normal life, but, like, he'll keep denying it to this day. Uh, and then the other one says, the two realtors think Sam and Dean are gay. In a future episode, they find out that their lives are being written about and that some fan fiction is being written about them at as lovers oh god i don't support the wincest i don't i don't care who you ship who with i don't give a fuck about destiel do what you want but wincest is literally it literally doesn't make sense so that being said i'm actually going to take a quick quiz from the good old buzzfeed and i was gonna do only supernatural ones but this one seemed to really fit the episode so i'm gonna do this and then i'm gonna link it on twitter and you guys take it alongside with me or you could just google the name of the quiz also and find it it is which deadly creature are you and the <laughs> the description says float like a butterfly sting like a bee <laughs> which is interesting there were no butterflies in this episode <laughs> i'm upset <laughs> that could have been interesting why couldn't it be follow the butterflies <laughs> Okay, so the first question, pick a murder weapon. We got dagger, rope, chainsaw, bear trap, t- 
taser, gas, rock, syringe, or poison? I feel like I'm playing Clue. Um, like a murder weapon to use or just one in general? <laughs> I'm going to go uh, poison. Scarlet with the poison in the observatory. Okay, pick a Disney villain. We got Maleficent, Ursula, Hans, the evil queen, Jafar, the queen of hearts. Is that her name? Evil stepmom from Cinderella, Scar, and Gothel. Ooh. I think I'm going to go Maleficent because, like, the only reason she's evil is because they didn't invite her to the fucking party. <laughs> pick a word. Illusory. Toxic. Dun, 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 dun. Obscure, fulsome, fiendish, stoic, puzzling, alluring, or tricky. I'm gonna say, I'm gonna go with alluring. Pick a color. Uh, we got purple, pink, teal, maybe? Turquoise? I don't know. Dark green, yellow, magenta, I don't know. Uh, like a a berry color, green, blue, and red. I didn't expect it to be that hard to describe these colors. I'm gonna go green. Because it's my favorite color. Pick a bitch face. We got Quinn Fabray. We got someone I don't know. Oh my god. They have Sam's bitch face. Okay. Obviously we're picking that, but I'm going to go through the other ones too. I don't know that guy. I think she's from Game of Thrones. Two more people I don't know. Uh, Cogsworth from Beauty and the Beast and Loki. Obviously Sam Winchester. Pick a country. Egypt, Indonesia, Finland, Russia, America, Japan, France, Brazil, or Australia. I want to say Australia because I've been thinking about um, H2O a lot lately, but I think I'm going to go France just because. Just I don't really know why. Pick a pair of shoes. I don't know if I could describe all these. <laughs> They're all just like uh, there's a few different variations of heels, but there's also like these like flats with holes in them. There's like sneakers, uh, cowboy boots, um... Oof. I think I'm going to go with uh, the top middle one. It's like these black heels with like straps on them. Oh, I got a spider. <laughs> People often overlook you and you, and wait. Okay. Oh, I didn't want to see the gif. Oh, I don't want to. I don't want to look at it. I don't want to see it. Um, People often overlook you and pay for it. Though you're quiet, you're smart and calculating. You are a master at setting traps and letting people walk right into their own downfall. That's fucked. Okay, so uh, let me know what you guys got. I'm going to end this here because that just fucked me up a little. <laughs> Does that mean I killed Linda? <gasps> oh my God, this is Clue. So my email is sogetthispod at aol.com and my Twitter is at sogetthispod. Yeah, got any thoughts? You want to let me know what deadly fucking creature you are? Go for it. If you want to scream about how awful this episode is, do that too. So I will see you guys next time. Bye. Not see. <laughs> Speak to? What the fuck?